0: Hello, and welcome back to Bestie Chats with Soph. I am your host, Sophia Panella, and I'm so happy to have you here. This episode is sponsored by Legion Athletics. Legion is the number one best-selling brand of all natural sports supplements with over 400,000 customers served and 3 million bottles sold, but well, you guys know how I roll. I'll be honest in telling you that supplements are not going to be the end solution to reaching your goals. And let me make it clear that you do not need supplements in order to reach your goals. Supplements are to be used if there are spaces in your diet that need to be filled, or if you're deficient in any vitamins and minerals, that's where dietary supplements will help you out. Legion has been the only supplement company that doesn't leave me feeling like Garbo, and that's because it's all natural supplements, and better yet, they're all backed by research and science. Like, it doesn't get better than that. My favorite products from Legion I use every day are their original grains, the peach ring pre-workout flavor. I'm not joking, you guys. It literally tastes like the peach rings candy, and both the grass-fed whey and vegan cinnamon cereal protein powder. Best protein powder of all time. Both, both of them. They're so good. You can go to www.legionathletics.com and take the quiz to see what supplements will best fit you towards reaching your goals. And don't forget to use code Sophia at checkout. I don't think that there is a single twenty or thirty something year old that doesn't feel completely lost, overwhelmed, anxious, and unsatisfied with where they're at in life, or maybe thinking that we need to be way further down the line, that we should be doing more, that we have to have our lives together. And we thought we would be at a completely different place in life than where we're currently at. I asked you guys last week on my Instagram story, a few questions. And I know, I know when people say this, it's the worst, okay? I know when creators or influencers get on their story and they're like, everybody's been asking me about this or I got so many replies on this and that and so many questions on this, that, the other. You guys, hand to heart, Scout's Honor, never in the two and a half years that I've been doing social media have I gotten this many responses from a question box. Never, ever, ever. And my sister even called me and FaceTimed me crying because she was like, I cannot believe how many people feel the same way. Like, it's kind of overwhelming. I'm like, I know we all feel so lost in the motherfucking sauce. We are all like seriously treading for our lives right now with the current state of society of the economy, of the world, of social media, of everything. I asked you guys last week three questions. I said, what does feeling lost in your twenties feel like to you? Are you feeling an overwhelming sense of dissatisfaction or anxiety about where you're at in life slash where you want to be? And what do you think the main trigger is for these thoughts? What do you think has the biggest impact on you feeling this way? And I want to start off with reading a few of these responses that you guys actually DM'd me. Obviously, you guys know in the question box, you can only fit like four words in there. I wish that they could make it paragraphs long. But let me just let me read to you guys some of your responses, how you guys are feeling, how we're all feeling, because you guys perfectly described, I think, how we're all feeling. Are you ready? Couldn't fit my whole response in the box because I could write a novel. Being in my mid-20s is one big roller coaster. I want to follow my dreams and passions and make a career out of my love of fitness and health, but being scared to leave the security of my corporate job. I want more for myself in my life, but no idea where to start. Not sure what career path to go down, where to live. I want to travel and do all these things and have the freedom to do so. I'm in a great relationship, but everyone around me is getting married slash pregnant. So I feel like that's what society tells you to do. And I do want that, but I don't feel like I've accomplished and done all the things I want to do. Not to mention inflation and everything being so damn expensive. It's overwhelming to think about having to buy a house or provide for a child. Kind of just feel stuck where I'm at in the moment. And it gives me major anxiety about the future. Wow. I feel like that perfectly encapsulates how we are all feeling right now. Um, another one of you said definitely feeling anxious and lost 27 next month in the process of possibly changing jobs. Thought my current job would be my forever career that I would have for 25 plus years. Economy sucks. Don't see myself buying a home anytime soon. Also I've been with my boyfriend for going on three and a half years and just hoping for a proposal. Feel like my internal clock is ticking. I want kids and I feel like I'm running out of time. Social media plays a huge impact in this, especially since most people only post the good. Lots of people I know are engaged, married, having kids, and I feel like I'm late to the party. Another one of you said, I'm 25 and still live at home with my parents, went to college and then to aesthetic school recently. I don't have a full-time job that I'm passionate about. I have little money and I'm not in a relationship. Seeing my friends, people I know, influencers, living their life and it's nothing close to mine is almost draining. It's like I think, what more could I be doing or doing differently to get to the position that they are in? Oh, I mean, if that doesn't just make you kind of sit with your thoughts for a little bit and maybe make you a little bit emotional, I don't know. Like you guys, we're all feeling this way. Like you really, you are not alone in feeling really lost in the world because. I feel like there's so many things and so much pressure to have it all together, to have the picture perfect life and to be living, living your best life. And you know what the common denominator is. You know that every single answer to the question of what do you think the biggest impact of this is and what's triggering these feelings the most. And the common denominator is social media. And I've wanted to talk about social media on my podcast for a while, but social media is such a layered topic. It's like, where do you even start? Where do you even start? And I have always been so fascinated with social media and how it's changed our world so much. Like it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. And I promise I'm sober. (laughs) Promise, I'm not on the devil's lettuce right now. Okay, I'm completely sober. I should probably do. Let me know if you guys want a podcast episode where I'm uber relaxed. I guess I could say I should probably do one of those soon. But um, because then we get really deep in thought, and then I start talking about some crazy shit. But I really have always been so fascinated with social media, and I studied it in college. Okay, I studied journalism. That was my major. Public relations and advertising. Studied marketing, graphic design, all of the different things. Um. And by the way, with saying like I studied social media in college, it's not like I studied the algorithm and when to post at perfect times and how to be the best influencer and how to like make money off of influencing. That's not like influencing was not even in our like books that we were reading. Like I was reading about when the first advertisement was ever created, when the first newspaper came out, when like, you know, all of these different newspaper articles. I I had to learn how to write in a newspaper column. I had to make a newspaper column myself. Like that's what I'm talking about with journalism and stuff. Like I had to go out and interview people on the streets and learn how to record it and edit the audio and the video. And like that's what I'm talking about. Okay. Like actual what you think of like news reporters and stuff, like that kind of journalism. But we did talk about social media a lot and I mean, it's just even changed so much in the past couple of years, and it's so hard because I don't think that there is enough research out there, and I don't even think researchers are even close to finishing up their studies yet and putting out research to quantify how much damage social media is doing. And of course, I don't want this to be like a pity party type episode where it's like, oh my God, everything's gone to shit. We're screwed. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good. It started out, here's the narrative of social media and how it started out oh, I get to stay connected with my great aunt who lives in Long Island. Like I get to stay connected with her and see what she's doing. And your grandparents, like I get to stay connected with my grandkids and see them in their posts in college. That's how it started. That's how it started. That was Facebook, right? Like it started out with just posting updates on life and then you can stay connected and it was great. Or if people went abroad or you have family in fucking Australia, you're like, oh my God, I can see what they're doing. How cool is that? What a crazy concept. But it wasn't consuming yet. It wasn't all consuming. And then you have more apps that come out like social media, apps such as you know Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all these different things. And you thought it was bad enough. And then fucking TikTok just comes piling us down, punching us in the face and running us over with how big of an impact it's having on us, which don't get me wrong. I've learned more on TikTok than I have with my bachelor's degree. Truly. I mean, it's taught me a lot about a lot that I do need to know and a lot that I don't need to know, but it definitely is super cool. And there's a lot of good, there's a lot of cool things. There's a lot of good things, but it used to start as a narrative of like, oh, I get connected with my friends and family and it's fun. But now it is all consuming. Now it's turned into the fact that we have two Realities. We have two realities, people. We have our real reality, where when you're in the grocery store and you're shopping and you run into somebody that you know and you have a small talk, human interaction, conversation. You check out. You talk to the cashier a little bit. How's their day going? Bada bing, bada boom. You're driving home. You're listening to music. You're looking at the pretty sunset. You're go- That is real reality and then we have this new reality of social media where it's this lens that we're looking at other people and the world through and it's not all real i swear to god you guys i'm sober i swear to god these you guys i think about this all the fucking time. I really, really do. I think about it a lot. It it consumes quite a bit of my mental capacity. So I'm like geeking out that we're talking about this today because I have a lot of thoughts on it. I have a lot of different... It's like, I don't even know where to start. We'll see where this tangent goes. But... It's crazy because that's a reality that we, but, but the thing is, is that the social media reality is taking over everything. It is so hard to be present in the moment. It is so hard to sit in silence. When's the last time that you sat in silence and not scrolling at social media, you literally just sat in silence and you just, or maybe you were outside and you were listening to nature, but you weren't talking to anybody. You were just with your own thoughts. No podcast, no music. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about any background noise. The only thing that is acceptable is birds chirping and a little bit of nature, okay? When's the last time you've done that? It's been a long time for me, at least. And that's what, that's what it's come to. We are looking through these lenses of almost like, it's like a skewed reality because a lot of it is real. Like people posting the videos are real people. And what they're talking about is real to an extent, but it's like, it's curated, it's cut, it's filtered, it's edited to make sure that it is perceived in a certain way. Okay. And, I think about a lot the impact that it has on like, or it has had on our generation of like 20 to 30 something year olds, right? Like it is really, really having a big impact on us. Um, and like, I know it's having a impact on the older generations too as well. Like I'm not saying they don't deal with struggles of like maybe comparing with social media and stuff, but like, like I know the moms out there, I know that's a huge thing. All my mama bears, like comparing to all of these mommy TikTokers and all of these different things. I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine. I don't even have a dog, you guys. Okay. So I can't even imagine what that is like, but it's affecting us so much right now that it scares me to think about having kids In general, because it's like, how, how, well, first of all, how am I supposed to afford to have kids? Second of all, how am I going to raise my kids in this environment of social media? How am I going to do that? Because I can't turn to my mom and be like, hey, mom, what did you do when you had social media in your 20s in, in 1985? What did you do? They, like, they will never fully understand They will never fully understand. Did they deal with their own forms of comparison back then? Absolutely. Every, it's a human like trait to compare to people. I mean, it's just, it's who we are as human beings. So of course they dealt with a different form of that, but social media has progressed this comparing your lifestyle to other people in a way that I can't even fathom. I can't even fathom it. And last week we probably all saw the same video because I swear all of our TikTok feeds are the same. I saw this young girl, I was scrolling, okay, let me set the scene. About 45 minutes prior, I popped a little Eddie, little edible. and I was starting to feel relaxed. I had Breaking Dawn Part One uh, queued up on my TV. I had a pumpkin vanilla candle lit. I had just made my girl dinner of sweet potato tots and ground turkey and broccoli with ketchup on top. I had some nice cold water, poured into my Simple Modern, and I sit on the couch, pop my feet up. I'm like, I'm just going to scroll through TikTok a little bit. I'm scrolling. A couple minutes go by. I see this young girl who pops up on my screen, young. She looks young and old at the same time. And she goes, get ready with me for my first day of high school. And I immediately quit out of the app. And I sat there, because mind you, okay, I'm starting to feel I'm starting to get into that mindset where it's like, okay, I'm thinking way outside of the box right now. And I sat there and I was like, holy shit. I thought back to my first day of high school when I wore these really tight, dark, skinny jeans. Thank God they were dark because I bled through them. Hot August day was in dark, skinny jeans. I was sweating my ass off. And like, even though we had to wear uniforms at the school, cause I went to a private, um, all girls high school. And the first day though, with pictures and stuff, we had to wear a polo, thick, thick polo. So we are sweating through that. Um, and jeans. So we got to wear jeans. So it's like, Oh my God, it's a big deal when you get to wear jeans. Yeah. Bled through that. And I mean like tsunami, you guys, I had to ask for new shorts at the front office because I was bleeding through so badly. I'll never forget my first day. But I, I remember, I like look back at how undeveloped, of a human being. I was at 14. I feel that way now. I feel like a fetus. You guys, I feel like I still know nothing. I still feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm a baby in this world. But then I think back to how I was at 14 and like my brain was so far from being developed that I thought Instagram and Snapchat was enough. I was already starting to deal with comparing in that way, right? If I had TikTok when I was 14, 13, 14 years old, I have no idea what kind of person I would be today. I really, really don't know how that would have affected me socially, how that would affected me mentally, physically. I mean, it scares the living shite out of me because I'm so wrapped up in like how I feel as a twenty four-year-old and how all of us 20 or 30-something-year-olds are feeling. And then I'm thinking like, what about these teenagers? What about these young teens who are still, like, I literally feel like my frontal lobe just developed, which you guys, I literally feel like my frontal lobe just developed, okay? And Nash and I were talking about it the other day. This is kind of a tangent, but I asked him, we were, or I was not him, but I was like feeling myself again. Okay, I was relaxed. And I was talking, I was like, dude, do you feel like I have just like, do you feel like my energy is different? Do you feel like I've kind of just like matured in a way, no disrespect, that you haven't? And he's like, yes. He's like, I've been trying to figure out what it is about you, but he's like, you have like matured. And he's like, your vibe and energy is just like, way different. Like you're way more grown. And I'm like, it's not saying that he hasn't matured. Like we're both like mature people in general. He's a very mature guy, but it's like men, hello. They're all fucking the same. Like it's very clear that we mature as women, um, earlier than men. But I was like, dude, I literally feel like I see the world differently. I feel differently about like my, my brain is processing things differently right now. I feel like my frontal lobe just developed. I feel like it's freshly developed in this world. And I'm like, you probably have another year or two. I love you. But if we're being honest, he's like, oh, no, yeah. Like, I'm 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 pro- probably on that same track. I'm like, yeah, crazy, crazy. And it's like, I feel like I'm just starting to, like, realize what life is. Like, I'm just getting out of my little cocoon of being sheltered. And I'm like, whoa, this is real life. Imagine having TikTok at that undeveloped of a state of mind. Like that freaks me out, right? And I can't imagine how they feel, but we feel this overwhelming pressure to have it together because that's what we see on social media. That is what we see every single day. And there is actually a Pew research study that said that, hold on, let me pull it up. It says that 45% of like young teens and stuff are um here we go a Pew research study for 45% of teens admit that they are online almost constantly now usually with Pew research studies like i'm pretty sure this was done in like 2016 2017 can you imagine what it's like in 2024 so it says if kids are online less than a couple hours a day they're doing really well but for those who spend 3 to 6 hours or more a day that's when they're getting into iffy territory this is still quoting here. It's interesting with the time they could be spending with other people or doing things that help with their developmental growth, like engaging in school and extracurricular activities. It's crazy. It overwhelms me. So when some of you guys said like, you know, it's it's kind of scary to feel like, you know, how, how are you supposed to have kids nowadays in this environment? How are you supposed to raise kids nowadays in this environment? I mean, the economy right now, like it's insane. I actually want to play you guys a TikTok that I just saw. Hopefully the audio is going to pick up here. But let me just put into perspective what is going on with the economy right now because if you feel like you are really struggling financially, that fi- your finances and health are the two biggest um stressors. Those are the two biggest reasons that people have stress in their life, which obviously, if you have stress on your body, that affects everything, your hormones, your your sleep, your, your way of life, your living, your health is affected by that. Um, and it's crazy because you're not, I, I want you to know that like you're not, you're not crazy for feeling like you're drowning, maybe if you feel like that. Because before I play the video, like I said, our parents as much as we love them and hopefully they want the best for us obviously everyone's like parental situation or at least your your friends or people who you look at as family want the best for you and they're like maybe they kind of shit on you a little bit and they're like why aren't you at this place in your life like why would you quit a job that is bringing you a stable income like what and it's like so understandable. A lot of the like reasons they have is understandable to an extent, but you guys, times have changed. Times have fucking changed. You'll hear it in this video, but it is really something where they, like I said, won't be able to fully understand. And I don't think that we even fully understand either financially how, hard it is to live in your twenties and thirties. And like, obviously again, older generations as well. Like everybody's struggling right now. I'm not just saying that this is just for the 20 and 30 year olds, but I just want to say specifically for this generation that we have right here of 20 and 30 something year olds trying to make your way in life. And like, feeling like you're drowning a lot of that has to do with finances a lot of that has to do with finances and also like your health right like your physical health not feeling good in your body not feeling comfortable like all of those things lead you. And then all of a sudden you sit and scroll on social media to all of these people who bought a house at 25, who are already married and engaged at 28, who have a kid by two or two by 30, who have these really nice aesthetic homes, who are driving these nice cars, who are going on these crazy vacations. Like, hello, how can you not feel overwhelmed and feel like you are so behind, like you are not doing it right. Let me play the video. Let me play the video. Okay. I don't think you guys are ready.
1: I heard a new term on TikTok today that made me stop in my tracks. We are living in the silent depression. This
0: guy believes we are not just
1: living in worse than the great depression we're living in the silent depression the average annual income in 1930 for an American individual was a little over $4,800. Sounds like nothing but if you adjust that for inflation a little over $4,800 a year in 1930 is equivalent to almost $85,000 annually for the average salary for one person. Right now the average annual salary is $56,000 a year. We currently are making less than at the height of the Great Depression. In 1930, gas was on average 10 cents a gallon. That would be about $1.73. In case you haven't filled up your car lately, average cost of a gallon of gas is $3.55. To buy a new car in 1930 would have been about $860. worth about 15 grand. The average cost of a new car today is And of course, the most coveted aspect of the American dream, being able to buy a house in 1930 cost about $3,900, less than $70,000. I spend way too much time on Zillow, so maybe this isn't surprising to me, but the average price of a home in America today is $416,000. How could we be living through worse cost of living and wages than 1930? And no politician, no media outlet, no one is talking about it.
0: Hopefully you guys heard that clearly, but that just kind of puts into perspective where we're at. Okay. Because we even can compare not only to online, but also to like our parents and people who are older than us. And it's like, well, they bought a house and were married by 30 and had a kid by, you know, they were like, kind of had it together by like 35. They were like in the real world. They were adults. They were, you know, parents and all these different things and it's like do, do does anybody know how how hard that is to do nowadays like and again I don't want to throw like a pity party I just want this to put into perspective and also validate your feelings and all of the struggles and the uncomfortability that you're feeling right now and obviously again to bring it back to social media kind of being, the common denominator of all of these things. Influencing in general is so new. It is so new. Like even like four years ago, if somebody, which is so recent. Okay. But if somebody said in like 2020 that, or, you know, 2021, or what is, oh my God, I can't even do math. Girl math. Um, four years ago, four to five years ago, if somebody was like, oh, I'm an influencer, I even would have looked at them and been like, (laughs) Okay. Like that's not a real job. Like, let's be for real. You're not really working. Like that's cute that you're doing that, but get a real job. Right. And it's such a new career. It's such a new business and job to be in that again, I don't even think we fully understand what's going on as influencers, you know, and how this is impacting so many different kinds of people. And I do want to say this, you guys, like, if there is any time to fuck up if there is any time to try and to fail, it's right now it's right now truly I know it's easier said than done but if you have been thinking about starting a career in social media if you have think if you've been thinking about influencing or you know starting your own business or just working a job where like maybe you take a pay cut but it's something that you love. Times have changed. The generational shift is really, really huge. I don't think we've wrapped our heads around that too, but just now's the time to do it. Now is the time to do it because life is too short to be miserable at your job, to be working extremely long, gruesome hours to where you have the weekend to sleep, to recover. And that's what you do on the weekend to only wake up and do it again on Monday. Life is too short to not do what you love and make money from it. And I I know, listen, I know it's easier said than done. I'm not saying you need to influence or you need to run your own business or anything like that because a lot of people don't wanna do that. And I get it, I get it. But find a job that makes you happy because we're at a point now, you guys, where there are so many mobile jobs Out there, there are so many more opportunities to be able to live a a more flexible lifestyle um, instead of going towards the old school traditions. And I'm not saying the old school traditions of like everybody has to be in the office everybody's working a nine to five. You've got to climb the corporate ladder, whatever is a bad thing. Like those systems are successful and work for a reason. A lot of people love that too. They want that stability. They love to nine, the nine to five. They love that kind of hustle. A lot of people love that. And I'm not hating on it at all, but I'm saying that if that is something that you feel like you needed to do and you're doing now because your parents did it or, it's just what we were taught that we have to do. Guess what? We're in almost 20 motherfucking four, okay? Times have changed. We've progressed a little bit. And there's a lot more opportunity to work different kinds of jobs that you love that are more flexible, where you may be able to work from home. Like a lot of people I know love to work from home. Um a lot of people maybe don't. I get the both sides where it could be a little isolating, a little bit lonely. You want that human interaction, but like maybe finding a job where it's hybrid, where like you still go in a few days a week or a few days a month where you get that social interaction, but you get to have that flexibility of kind of going home and being able to work from home in the comfort of your own home and being able to like, you know, cook your lunch at home or your dinner or you know, maybe have time to like really go to the gym and do a full morning routine and take care of yourself and prioritize yourself while still being able to get the job done. There are jobs out there and careers out there that offer that it's scary. It's definitely scary to think about maybe changing your career path after thinking after going to school, like paying money and getting a degree in what you're doing and then thinking like, I'm not even going to use my degree. Well, guess what? That's life. You guys, that is life. And that's everything is pointing you and leading you to where you're supposed to be. And sometimes, sometimes I have to go into this mindset and I have to tell my sister this. Sometimes you have to go into Delulu land, which is delusional land. And you just have to think, you know what, my path is already paved. Whatever is going to happen in my life it's already mapped out for me. It's already mapped out. And right now, I'm just taking one step at a time and walking the path that is already paved for me. You kind of sometimes have to be a little delusional and be like, you know what? You know what? I'm throwing it up to the universe, to whoever, whatever God you believe in, to whatever higher power you believe in. You just got to be like, you know what? I'm letting this go. Whatever is going to happen is supposed to happen and everything is going to work out. It's it's going to be okay because my path is already created and it's paved and I'm just walking down it. I trust that whatever higher power is going to lead me to where I need to be, it's going to do it. And And sometimes you just have to go to that state of mind. And also, you guys, it's so much easier said than done. But I think really taking a step back and realizing that social media is just one lens of the world that you're looking through. Because we have now created this culture of comparison mindset, and that is particularly damaging to us. It is extremely, it's not like necessarily social media in general. Yes. But this culture of comparison mindset that we have is really fucking harming us. And I know we see the quote everywhere, right? Comparison is the thief of joy. We see it everywhere. And we probably are like, okay, yeah, makes us feel good for like a day or two. And then we get sucked right back into the cycle, right? We are more prone with this culture of comparison we're more prone to concerns about our self-image, about who we are, about being anxious and in, in fitting in on what other people think about us. Or, you know, we're going to inevitably compare ourselves to the number of likes, friends, or followers, or people that we have, you know, commenting and, and whatever on our stuff. Like this negative lens of, I'm never going to be as good as these people. That is killing us. That is killing us. And that, that is just a lens. That's just one lens. Okay. You need to take the lens. You remember those, you know, little glasses we had where it was like clear and then you'd flick on and there'd be two little red, like circles that would go. And then blue circles. Did you guys ever have those like growing up? Maybe it was in like science class or something where you would see the world through like blue and then red and then purple. You know what I'm saying? The negative lens is just one of those lenses. We need to start flicking that up more and keeping that off, like not looking through the world through that lens, because there's multiple different perspectives that you can have, and it really boils down to a mindset. And yes, physical changes are difficult to do, of course, but mental changes are 10 times fucking harder. And it just boils down to really working on your mental and how you perceive and see things and the world easier said than done. Hello, you guys. Remember, I'm talking to myself really in this. I mean, I'm literally talking to myself in my room right now. But when I'm doing these podcast episodes, like this is more of like, not only do we all need to hear this, but I need to hear this, especially I get very, very caught up in the hustle culture, in feeling like you need to be doing the absolute most to be making the most money ever and to feel like I need to be As stable as a 40 year old man right now, 45 year old man. Why? Why? I'm in my 20s. I'm in my fucking 20s, you guys. We are in our 20s. We're in our 30s. When are we ever going to be this young? We are never gonna be this young. And that's kind of my mindset. I know a lot of you guys feel this pressure to be settled in a relationship, to be engaged, to get married, and to have kids and to get a home, okay? That pressure is overwhelming. That is very, very overwhelming. Like, not only do we have financial pressures, you know, cost of living, everything has gone up, as you guys just saw in that TikTok. That overwhelming pressure to settle down and to have it together relationship wise is really, it's a lot. The pressure is heavy, it's heavy on our chest, and I get it. I get asked more. More than I would like. When's the engagement? When's Nash proposing? When's your shot? The- Please, are you kidding me? I'm 24. Hello, I'm young. I feel like a fetus. I feel so young. I don't want to rush into those things because, and this is like at least just me, everybody has a different perspective. A lot of people want that where they're like, where they're young and they're like, I want to get settled down young. That's what I want. And I love that. Literally whatever you want to do and however you want to live your life, slay all motherfucking day. But for me, I have zero rush to get engaged, zero rush to get married, zero rush to, to have kids. And also now, you know, Nash and I are moving, in January, early new year, we are moving and we are so excited. I'm not telling you guys where we're moving. I'm just going to keep it a secret because I can, and I want to, and it's going to be really fun. We're all going to move together. It's going to be a whole journey. It's going to be so fun, but we're making a cross country move and it's, we're so excited for it. I'm actually getting really fucking stressed about it. But anyways, um, we're super excited for it. When I tell people that Nash and I are moving, you want to know the first question that people ask me is, Oh, are you guys going to be buying a home? Um, I'm 24. With what money? Do you want to buy it for me? Okay, cool. That's great. Um, ma'am, with what money? Who, who at 24 years old, do you, is that what people expect? Is that what people expect nowadays? It's like, oh, you just assume like that you're going to be able to buy a home. Like that is wild to me. That's wild to me. And I get asked all the time, like, when are you guys getting engaged? Like, when is Nash going to pop the question? Like, we're not in a rush for that because we're still so young. Like I, we both still have things that we want to do in life, to travel a little bit, to live our lives and to grow as young people individually, because I'm not ready to give myself up to another human being yet. Besides, you know, Nash and I have already crossed that level. Like, You know, when you are with somebody and you're in a relationship and you're at that point, like a piece of your heart, like half of my heart is his and half of his heart is mine. And we've already crossed the level, but I'm talking like creating a life. I'm not at that point to give up my individuality and my identity quite yet because I don't even know who I am. I don't even know who I'm going to be in the next couple of years. And I just feel like my frontal lobe, I told you, I feel like it's just developing and I'm just starting to understand what real fucking life is. I'm just starting to understand the concept of money and taxes and all these things. And it's like, yes, we may learn about it barely. Yes, we may be taught about it. Yes, our parents sit us down and maybe you're like, this is what you need to do this. Is how you, but do we really fully understand it? Like, I am just understanding life. And I still feel so new to to this real life experience that it scares it personally, it scares me to think of like future things. Like do I want to get married and settle down and have kids? Absolutely. The time for that will come. The time for that will come when it's supposed to, but right now I'm young. I want to try new things and fucking fail and learn from it and grow. I want to live life on the edge a little bit. I want to travel a little bit more if I can, if I have the funds, you know? I want to be able to do those things right now because when are we ever going to be this young? And when are we ever going to be able to have the opportunity with less responsibilities? Yes, we still have a lot of responsibilities. I mean, when you graduate college, it hits you like a semi truck on all of these different things. You're like, Oh my God, this is like, okay, whatever. Like I'm just starting to feel like after I graduated in 2021, it's almost 2024. Now I'm starting to feel like I'm just getting my groove with understanding, like budgeting and making money and trying to like invest and also taxes and also all these different fucking things. And it's like, okay, like that's just starting for me. It took me like three years for this to really kind of come together for me. And I'm sure a lot of you feel that way. And a lot of you maybe feel that way. And you might be a little bit older than me. Like I'm still, like I said, I'm just learning right now. And I guess I just need to sometimes go into a delusional mindset. Is this something you should do? I have no idea. I really don't, you guys. I wish I had all the answers for you. But I just want to let you know that like, we're all going to be okay. All of us, this is for the lost girlies, okay? Lost girlies, hold your hands high. Hold your heads high. Chest proud if you're a lost girly right now because you're not alone. And there's a large, large amount of us who are feeling the same angst. It's It's thick throughout the air and also doesn't help that there were like six planets in retrograde and that we just had a blue moon and a new moon which i hope you guys saw the blue moon it was incredible it was so cool like it was so bright and so big that's what i thought um but yeah it was really awesome but you felt that like energetic shift in the air and there's just there's a lot there's a lot um and it's, it's just, it's not easy. And I, I just wanted to validate your feelings. Like that's pretty much what this episode was about is just to really validate your feelings, especially because before I post that on my story, like I try to make episodes that are current with what we're feeling, either what I'm talking about on social media, what I'm seeing on social media, or maybe messages that you guys are sending me. And I want to let you guys know that like, when you DM me, it makes my entire fucking day. Even if I don't get the chance to respond like right away, just know that like, I read all of your guys' DMs. Anytime that you tell me stories or seek advice, or you maybe just are using me to like rant, you know, which I love that. I love a good rant sesh. Like I love talking shit. Okay. I love a good, a good little goss sesh. Okay. But, um, recently I have been seeing, a ton of you DM me feeling lost and you're like, hey, like I don't really know why I'm DMing you this or I don't know if you can seek any advice, but I'm feeling really lost right now. Like I just don't know what I wanna do with my life and I kind of wanna maybe start you know, posting on social media, but I'm really intimidated to, or really embarrassed to, or I really want to start my own business. And I have all these ideas. I just like, don't know, like I'm scared of losing the security of my job or disappointing my parents or my parents don't support that. Or, you know, there's a million different reasons. And I've been seeing that a lot recently. A lot of you guys have been messaging me that. And that's why I wanted to share this episode with you today, just to kind of put into perspective that it's like, we all, we all need to take a deep breath. And we all need to, I think my, this is my biggest piece of advice is to slow down, slow down. We need to slow the fuck down. We are holding ourselves to these very unrealistic standards. Are they unattainable? Maybe for some of us, like I can say yes for a lot of people, but it's maybe not, I don't want to like crush your dreams, like not unattainable, but for right now, let's just slow down. And really take a step back, analyze where you're at in life, write down a list of things, pipe dreams, go to Land and write out a list of everything that you fucking want to do. Write it out. You want to travel the world. You want to travel to, you know, Sicily and Mykonos and, uh, Amsterdam and fricking, you know, Paris and wherever you want to go to Spain, Barcelona. Whatever you want to do, write write down. You want to travel. You want to maybe go back to school and get your degree in this. You want to maybe run your own business. You want to start posting on social media. You want to become a yoga instructor. You want to, oh God, what else is there out there? You want to become a fucking doctor. Whatever you want to do, write it out. It could be a pipe dream. It could be unrealistic. Write out everything that you want to do. And just kind of like ran it out and be like, I wish, cause there's nothing better. There's nothing better than throwing yourself a little pity party. There's nothing better than sitting there and be like, my life fucking sucks. I, you know, can barely do this. I want to do that. I hate where I'm at here. I wish that my life looked like this. Why don't I have that? All these different things. Sometimes you just need to rant it out. Like don't bottle that shit in. Sometimes you just need to sit with yourself and be like, I fucking hate my life. I'm miserable. I'm lonely. I'm going to die alone with 30 cats and I'm never, ever going to be able to do this, that, the other. You will feel better after you do that. So step one, do that. Step two, write down everything you want to do. And step three, figure out what you're doing and analyze You know what you're doing right now and maybe chat with a friend chat with a peer or maybe somebody that you look up to that you feel like, okay, they are doing something that I'm really interested in because that's the best way to go about things. Like everybody needs a mentor. Everybody needs a mentor. I know you guys are watching like suits right now. I know everybody's watching suits, which is so funny. I, I watched it in high school, so I'm getting, he's never seen it. We just saw, watched the first episode the other night and now she's obviously hooked. I mean, it's such a good show, but Even those two guys, like mentor and mentee, like even if you are at the top of your game, every good business owner, every good doctor or teacher or whoever, everybody has a mentor. Stop thinking that you can do everything yourself. Stop thinking that you will not be able to put the world on your shoulders and do absolutely everything. Don't be afraid to ask for help or ask for advice because at the end of the day, yes, you know, education is going to get you so far, but it's about who you know and who knows you to get you to where you want to be. So don't be afraid to reach out to your local esthetician that you follow and be like, hey, I would love to chat with you about your job and whatever. Because anybody who's passionate about their career and actually loves it and enjoys it will sit down with somebody all the time and be like, oh my God, I'd love to help you out. Like, I feel like I love doing that. I just had a call the other day with somebody who I met at the gym local here. And he's, he's a really awesome guy, but he's been in person training for a long time. And he was like, Hey, can I chat with you about online training? I geeked out. I'm like, but yeah, let's do it. And we had like an hour and a half conversation. And my cup was full after like, I love sharing my knowledge that I have and any advice that I have you know? And that's, that is what life is about. It's, it's, and that's like, Hey, human connection right there. Like, don't be afraid to reach out to people and, and try to ask for help to get you to where you want to be. Like to do it alone is really, really fucking hard. And I feel like all of us still have that pressure where we can't ask for help. It We have to do it all on our own. There's no mentors. Like we did it all ourselves and look at how successful we are. Like, no, that's not, the reality. That's not the reality. And also you guys, uh, social media is not the real reality. Okay. Take off those negative lenses. You can look, social media can be great. You can really look through, you know, on social media through a really good positive lens, but for the most part, it's easier to see it through the negative, right? It's easier to be comfortable in the poor me in the, you know, in the seeing all the negative stuff because it makes you feel better. Cause it's like, okay, my life isn't as bad as that. Cool. I'm better than that. Or all these different things. But then it makes you, then you see these people who are doing, you know, show that they're doing well and have all these nice aesthetic things and whatever living, like maybe your dream life. And you're like, I'm never going to be as good as good enough as them. Right. That is, that's not healthy. It's not good for us. It really isn't. And you know, it's easier said than done. There's going to be days where you are scrolling and you're like, I'm never going to be as good as them. But hopefully in the future, we're all going to work on this together. This is like a besties um, thing that we're going to do together because I need to get better at it too, where we are just more present in the moment. We slow down and we start to reach out for help and talk to people and outsource and, and ask for help. Because that's how you grow. You never, ever, ever want to be the smartest person in the room. And I feel like all of us are trying to be the smartest person in the room and think that that's what we need to be. We need to have it all together and we need to be the smartest person in the room. We need to know it all. We need to have the house. We need to have the aesthetic things. We need to have the nice car. We need to go on those nice vacations. No, no, you never, ever, ever want to be the smartest in the room especially as a business owner and entrepreneur you always want to be learning and growing and i guess that's my biggest piece of advice especially for people who i know that there's a lot of you who do not like where you're at currently with your career and i completely understand that you guys know talking um you know with my sister on that one episode she shared a lot about her experiences of way more of a normal experience of having multiple jobs after you know um after college and she's working one that is the first one that she likes in a while. Um, You know, things are going to be changing for her really soon, which is exciting. But she's in her late 20s and like everything is going to change. We'll probably have to get her on the podcast again, you guys, because she's more relatable than I am, like way more relatable than me, because me getting like starting my business in college and then starting that outside of like right when I graduated, not realistic, not realistic at all. It's not it is not Like, is it attainable? Uh, Like, totally. But, like, it's not, it's only what 5% or 10% of like human beings who do that. And I'm not saying that because it's like, I'm almighty and like, this is like, I'm the best, but it's just the real way of life is working multiple jobs that you don't like until you find the one that you do, you know, making these human connections to get you to where you want to be. And that's what it's really about. I mean, that's, that is what it's, it's really about. And I want to finish off. Um, this episode with just sharing a few more of your guys's thoughts from my store or like the story that I posted, I'm going to be reading off some shorter responses that you guys left. Um, thank you so much to all of you again, who, who left these, but just to make sure that you guys are triple aware that you are not alone. Here is some more validation. Okay. These are the responses here. I feel like an overwhelming failure in just career, social life, relationships, everything. Um, Pressure from family to be set in your career after college, not knowing what you want to do for work. I would say I just feel a lack of security and a sense of being out of control. Comparing where you're at in life to other people the same age. It makes you feel so incredibly behind if you're not getting everything done. Definitely feel like this due to social media. I was constantly comparing myself to everyone. It's so hard to make friends as an adult in early 20s and a full-time night shifter to all of my shifters out there, my day shifters, my night shifters, my graveyard shifters, to all of the first responders, to all of the healthcare workers, thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. And I want to take a second to thank you guys because I have seen a whole different, whole different perspective with Nash working. He's a shift worker and he works in the ER and he's also going to school full time right now. And the shit that he says, he works along nurses and doctors every single day the shit that he comes home and tells me that happens in the hospital and the stuff that you guys go through i mean wow all the firefighters all the police officers i mean you guys are the backbone of this country it's not easy it is not easy to work those jobs by any means anyways continuing um social media triggers me feeling lost in my 20s also a dissatisfaction with my job Socially drowning, we compare ourselves regardless of our successes to others. I feel like I'm just waiting for life to happen. Numb in the present, feels like I'm in survival mode. I think just fearing the unknown in the future is the scariest part. An overwhelming amount of pressure from society to have it all together. It seems so much harder to find a decent job now, even with a degree. I'm 26, almost 27, and I always feel like I'm so far behind in life compared to other people. Body changes in your 20s is real. I'm 27 and still changing. It's not talked about enough. Major FOMO and feeling like I'm not doing enough. The feeling of having no purpose. I'm 26 and just got out of a long-term relationship. Oh, love you, girl. Not having direction, but having it, but unsure how long it will take to get there. It's never having been in a relationship before when your best friends are getting married. (sighs) I wish I could give you all a hug and a kiss. And I really do want to say that I love you. I do love you and I care about you and everything's going to be okay. For all of my lost girlies out there, this one is for you. Stop trying to feel like you need to have it all together because guess what? None of us really do. This is what life is about. If there is a time to try and to fail, if there is a time to fuck up, it is right now. You will never, ever be this young, ever. Take the opportunity that has been given to you. And Don't forget that social media really, really is just one lens of the world. It's just one lens that you are looking through. And if you feel like it's taking over as your main lens, figure out ways that are really going to help you to see the world through and your own life through a different lens. Your path is already paved It's time to open the door into Delulu land and just walk your path one day at a time, one day at a time, and understand that everyone's life and path is very different. And one thing I do want to say before we finish up the episode is that I think we're coming to a melting pot right now and a huge mix of old school and new school ideals, So with people who are, you know, if you feel the pressure to get married and settle down and to have kids and you are maybe 27, 28, 29, and you're single, okay, understand that, yeah, that might have been the norm for a long time, but shit's changing. Even if you do want that, I totally understand. If you're like, I wish that I do want that. I wish I had that right now. Embrace the fact that There's a new generation here, and there's a new school of beliefs and way of life. And things are just happening for people later in life, even if it feels like on social media, it's not. Even if it feels like all of these younger people and people your age have it all together and all of these different things are going for them, please understand again, that's one lens, one lens, and that percentage of people is. Small. The normal average percentage is what you're in. Okay. And new school ideals of like women are wanting to work. They're wanting to make money. They're not wanting to have kids until their thirties and settle down until their thirties because they want to live their life. They want to be an individual. And there's fucking power to that. Like even like 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, we didn't really have that option. There's this new school of like, let us become who we are as women and grow into who we're supposed to be as individuals and, and pave our own way as women before we find a man who can complement that and not pave it for us compliment that. And again, I'm not saying that people, I want to make it clear. I'm not saying that people who get married young are doing that. Okay. It's, I'm just saying for those of you who are kind of feeling lost in that sense and that pressure, embrace this new school of beliefs and embrace this, journey for yourself. It is going to happen for you. It will. It will. The tattoo on my arm, maybe I'll have to say it every episode. It's happening for you, not to you. You are going to be okay. Your path is already paved. You're going to walk into Delulu land one day at a time. Take it one day at a time. Make connections with people. Reach out to a person that you feel like you would love advice for, even if it's a whole new career path. Send the DM reach out to them and be like, hey, I would love to chat with you about like your job. If if you have like any time, I'm really interested in possibly going into it. Make those human connections because that's what life is about. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. I'm definitely going to need to to relax tonight, if you know what I'm saying. Like, this was a deep episode. This was a deep episode, but I'm hoping that this helped you guys. If anything, hopefully it didn't make you feel more overwhelmed. Send this to a lost bestie for all of my lost girlies out there. I love you. I love you. We're going to get through this. We're going to be okay. <sighs> Take a breath. Take a breath. We're going to be okay. I love you guys so much. Really, really appreciate all of the messages you guys sent me. And all of those question boxes that you filled out, there's so many of you and it just, it really, really brings tears to my eyes and makes me emotional at how much you guys feel the same way. Okay and anyways i'm going to get going this is all i got, this is all i got left but i love you guys i really do i love you so much i really really appreciate you guys listening to this full episode um hopefully you learned something new hopefully you got something out of this i just i really appreciate it um i am going to put a new link in my show notes here for you guys to share your stories I have announced officially that there is going to be a new segment of my podcast called Drumroll Please Bestie Tales. And it is going to be stories that are 100% from you brought to us by you all of literally all about you guys and we're going to be sharing and some of you guys are asking advice too I love it the episodes are going to be so fun and it's going to be you guys and I want to share your guys' stories on the platform here and make sure that you guys have your voices heard with, with anything that you've been through. Um, so I'm going to put a link down below for the Google doc, Google form that I'll have you fill out. It's completely anonymous. If you want to leave your name, you totally can. It can be about literally anything. You guys are dishing out the tea though. I won't lie, you guys are literally dishing out the tea. You are telling me all the family drama, all the relationship drama, all of the gym drama, the gym embarrassing moments, the amazing life advice. I mean, I love it. It's going to be such fun episodes. Um TBD on when the first episode is going to be released. Stay tuned for it soon. I'm so excited. You will still be getting a Bestie Chats episode every single Monday morning. We're still hanging every Monday, but coming soon. There are going to be some weeks that have two episodes per week. It'll be a bestie chats on Monday and TBD on the day of the week for bestie tales. but two episodes a week. Like, are you kidding me? This is like a dream come true. Like we get to hang out more than once a week. That's like literally all I want in life. So I'm really excited. Definitely share your stories there. Um, if you feel inspired or you need to ran it out or whatever, it's a safe space. Um, you know, it's completely anonymous unless if you leave your name there, but any, anyway, anyways. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go now. I love you so, so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today and for listening to this whole episode. I know it was a lengthy one, but I appreciate you more than you will ever know. And I will talk to you soon.